Hey, all on here. Uh, we recorded this pod Sunday night to get it out a day earlier than normal with the fucked up midweek game schedule. We will also record another pod this week, Wednesday night, after the midweek game week is over. Um, all right, cheers. <laughs> FMLFL, I'm Alon. Let's jump in with some housekeeping as usual. Please go ahead and give us a rate and review on iTunes. Follow on Twitter at FMLFL. Email and rate my teams and other questions to FMLFL at gmail.com. Check out our website, FMLFL.com. We do league info, links to teams, social media, store, fucking lineup lamentations where we post every Friday. But I guess this week we'll post it on like Tuesday. Like a midweek lineup lambs, which is weird. Um, I'll just send you like a black screen. Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> just send me like crosshairs <laughs> with your head in it. <laughs> just says bye. Um, and lastly, shout out, still top of the table, Mitch Manor. Did you see his fucking team name? I don't, I didn't see anything. His team name is Buffalo Ings. Fucking flying without. <laughs> He's a god, dude. So uh, I'm so pleased about that. Uh, what's he on? Four four one. That's bad. Yeah, four four one overall rank monster. He didn't even have a good week. He got snotty. Ten from snotty is huge. God, you're gonna fucking bait me with that before we even say <laughs> hi. <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Yeah, you want me to start, or you want to just go straight straight to the darkness, mainline it? Go, go, you go. Okay, I had a I had a pretty good week. I had fifty six, but I made three transfers, so I took a minus eight. So I netted only forty eight, which was like pretty much just about like the top ten k net average. I went down eight thousand places to eighty k overall. So. I'm, I pretty much have stayed the same the last like two weeks, which is what were your, what were your transfers? So early in the week, we both did Kuhn to Kane, like the great. day. So smart, yeah, great. The point three value did a lot for my rank. Thank you, but dude, it's gonna be worth it. Hull Burnley, it'll be Fucking fine. Better be. Yeah, I mean, as bad as he was today, he's still he's back. He's been him. bad every fucking game. Yeah, he's actually been bad every game. He's, Fucking horrible. He just mouth breathes. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So you did that. Uh, I did that. Else? Then I did Austin to a Nietzsche B after mm-hmm. Austin died, which was, mm, I don't know. Mm. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> like people on Twitter were trying to console me, like, no, he's got like good stats. And I was like, yeah, but like Vic- a Victor and Nietzsche B is in my team right now. Like, I can't feel good. Um, and then I did uh, Gundo to Pyatt, which is a nice little dong return today, and some bones on top of that. So that was pretty good. Um, we got the Holobos double assist. I got 13 from Siggy. Sanchez captain kind of fail, but not really. I mean, like, he only got a few points less than Costa, which would have been my other captain. So, yeah, only three points in it. Yeah, not too miffed about that. Overall, just a kind of whatever week. The fucking yeah. the worst part about it was my bench, though, because like if I didn't, so if I didn't make those transfers that I just laid out, 
Austin obviously wouldn't have played, and I would have started Kolarov, who fucking, I've been waiting for him to get a fucking attacking return for like double digit weeks. And then he's on my fucking bench and he scores a like worldy free kick and assists. So he's just sitting there with 11, just fucking laughing at me, which is horrible. So it sucks because even though Pyatt scored, I still like netted a large negative by making those moves just because of Kolarov return. A mot fucking clean. Like, what happened this week? <laughs> but, yeah, that's where I'm at. You know, not too yeah. left. But even though that would have happened, you'd still be stuck with someone like Gundogan. Who's I'd still have Gundo and Austin. Yeah, so. so that's just future hits. So. Yeah, future hits, no matter what, pretty much. And it's, we, I mean, we always talk about predicting defensive, defense attacking returns is like, you know, fishing. It's, yeah, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. I mean, Hall of Us hasn't gotten an attacker return in so long. It's complete yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah, just a couple nice free kicks. But yeah, um, but yeah I mean, you're set up, though. You got Pi I'm set a up, week. yeah. I have you a pretty a week early. decent team now. Yeah, and you should be, you just need to, I don't know, maybe you could do something with your fifth mid and do some weird rotation or something. I, don't I know. mean, already also, this week I'll, far I'll bench from, him, I'm sure, because he's home Chelsea. But, like, you know, he's still... Made some stuff happen. He's it's still only like, you know, tying me over until like Kuhn or someone else calls out to me or something. So you know, it's okay. And you're not far away from Andy Carroll. Andy, God, I almost brought him in. It's so <laughs> close to bringing him in. <laughs> Luckily, I went Payet instead of Carroll. Yeah. If only someone else in the world knew that like Yorente was going to start and brace again, then I would have got him. But. Uh, I we can't. Know, we was, can't know such things. It would have been such a ballsy shout. The Spanish crouch. I mean, he wasn't. He's the least nailed person in the league. <laughs> he yeah. just comes <laughs> in and starts against a brace. Man. He has. Bob has kind of been going false night against tough teams and then playing more yeah. of an attacking lineup against shitty ones. Yeah, so false maybe. nine away. Urente home, mm. something like that. Yeah. But I mean, he's not going to be able to set Urente anymore anyway. Yeah, absolutely. And Siggy is just. Keeps donging, so it's not if it's not negatively affecting your best player, then get him on there. Yeah. Um. All right, let's go dark. Where where, where are you at? God. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it was, I'm just like embarrassed to talk about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. It. It's like I've never played this game before, and I did against everything that we've been talking about all year. You went against so... everything ever, like everything we believe in. I got so emotional. We had a bad just... week. It's okay. There's 38 weeks. You know, we're mostly going to be smart, and sometimes we <sighs> just go fucking mental. That's no, okay. That's bad, though, because this is the kind of thing that's going to tank me. It's going to be, it's going to take me a good month to get back from this. But I sat on 45. I took a minus 12, which I don't think I've ever done. Uh, so I finished up with 33 points, which is obviously ridiculously horrible. Um, I took, I sh- fucking. I don't know. I mean, what do I, I took out? Fucking Walcott scored. I mean, I brought in Hazard for a hit. Brought in Ianacho for a hit. Genius move. I mean, everyone I brought in was just fucking terrible. Chan I brought in Chan, play. Who, who surprise injured like five seconds before the game doesn't start. Um, so basically, I, I lost probably closer to twenty ish points on my transfers. So that's, it was good. I mean, everything was good. 
<laughs> full, full of joy. Yeah, it's insane. It's just I just really felt like ha- I thought that West Brom would be tight and a tough nut to crack, but I felt like Hazard at home and the captaincy percentage he's going to be on. I'm surprised he blanked. I mean, they looked really bad today, from what I could see. Yeah, at mm-hmm. home, it's it's pretty rare that he blanks. Yeah. I mean, like. yeah, but I mean, West Brom did have a really tight bank of like five and three, eight behind at least behind the ball at all times. So yeah, classic Pulis ball. And it's just Walcott. I mean. He's been so bad for so long, but that's the kind of thing that we've... And I got too fed up, I think, because it's the kind of thing that we say just because he hasn't been doing well, he's still starting, and he could score any time. And taking a player like that out for a hit, who even though he's been bad, could still score, it's just you're asking for trouble. So he scored, and that was just so big, because it took... I mean, it was basically I was taking 11 points there with 7 from him, and then... Gundogan started. I was really surprised about that. Yeah, I really that was think. fucking. So I I, I want to start with start by talking about City because I think we need. We haven't had a really in depth pep talk, and I think. And I think we need. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get. We need to get in there because need, I've, I've lost. Get peppy, okay. I really lost my mind watching that game, um, and everything's just bad. I mean, my team's bad. I'm the Walcott badly. thing, in hindsight, is like everything you said. I fully agree with. Like. Taking out a nailed guy with a great like scoring record who was good earlier in the season, like form can change in one game. You know, now he's all of a sudden in form, and last week he's out of form. It's all it's all bullshit. But the thing that like really accelerated it that I know we've talked about. I think I don't know if we mentioned it on the pod or not, but like all the like pundits and shit always talk about Santi being out and how that like negatively affects. Walcott and their attack in general, and that's true, but Walcott especially was was hurting with the lack of a right back. I mean, they just like don't have another right back other than Bellerin. Like Gabrielle is very far from like a right back and Jenkinson's a fucking piece of shit who lost his spot to Gabrielle. <laughs> yeah, when Bellerin came on it was noticeable. It just it was gives so the defense noticeable. the defense on the other side has so much more to think about with the overlaps, whereas before they could never like an overlap two, on two that v side. one against Theo before. Yeah. It's similar to kind of what Klein does to open up space over there for Mane. When exactly. you have the runner coming on then that's when Walcott kind of goes near post or floats into the corner of the of the eighteen year box and he gets into more dangerous positions, so um, so he was just all over, like in the box, constant. His stats were insane. Like yeah, it was back six, to old back stats. To, yeah, back to doing. before Bellerin got hurt yeah. and shit. Yeah. So, so whoever fuck. kept him is uh, that was a great hold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't see it. Uh, the Gabriel injury was everything for him because he was on pace to just continue to do nothing yeah, as he absolutely. had done. And then Bellerin came on, and bam, he's just back to being great again. A so Mustafi, Mustafi injury, yeah. Whatever, that was that. But so, I mean, yeah, I went back from 18 to 43K. I had a fucking huge, massive, insane red. But I mean, I do have some good blocks, I guess, on my team. I don't, I don't know. My team's bad. I'm just doing badly. I don't know. Your but team's definitely talk. not bad. It feels really sad. It feels I haven't bad. Had a green but... hour. I haven't had a green arrow in like a month, dude. Yeah, but that's bullshit because eh, you've been hanging around the same shit. I mean, like, a month ago, you were like 20K, and last week, you were 18K. Like, it's all the same. Yeah, but but the yeah, this was a fucking red rocket just fucking you this week. Not I good. can't believe Chan. It's just, what, how does that happen? Everything leaks out of Liverpool. 
like know, every right? day. And then he's been hurt. I don't. Or did he maybe just pick it up in the morning? I don't really know what happened. I I I woke up late and just saw he wasn't starting. I was just like, "Fuck! What the fuck?" Yeah, well, now Oh my god! But let, let's. I want to talk about city because okay, yeah, let's just this. jump in. Yeah, listen. Okay, city, dude. Look at this fucking like the lineup he played. You know. Leicester, I guess, was it was a little unpredictable. They went back to last season, Leicester, and they were just playing with ten behind the ball, nine behind the ball the whole game. But he has the Anachos alone forward, and then he plays basically four central midfielders, and then he plays Navas, who's a fullback, and he has absolutely no pace in the side to get behind. He didn't have a single player. Navas doesn't count because he doesn't do anything. So he didn't have a singer, single attacker who had pace to run behind the Leicester defense. Iheanacho was the most isolated thing in the fucking planet. They were so slow at shifting defense to offense. They were playing that high line, but no one was moving anywhere. Everyone was just taking up the same positions. Iheanacho was being marked out of the game so easily. He was being shared between three center backs, basically, because yeah, they had so many all players those deep. crosses, it was ridiculous. The crosses were worthless because they were horrible and there was no one there to And the to three center backs, them. like as you say, they were just standing in a line and Iheanacho was just like <laughs> walking around like he had nothing to do. But I mean, you you cannot have if you're going to play Gundogan, Silva, De Bruyne, and Fernando on the same team, you can do that. But you cannot have a fullback playing as one of your wingers. You need Sterling needed to be when Sterling came on. It was immediate or Sane. They needed to be on the pitch. It was immediate. He was causing all kinds of problems. I know Sterling wasn't fit or whatever, but the game plan. It, and it took him so long to make changes, and they were, the high line was just so diabolical. It happened immediately. It was like lightning. I mean, within fucking twenty minutes, they just got ripped to shreds. Yeah, it was he, what two, he didn't even two nil after ten five minutes, minutes. And three he didn't nil even after fucking sip minutes. his water before they scored a goal. He's just sitting there like little monkey pet man. It was just such a ridiculous game. I was so stunned, and there were no in-game adjustments either. Like the. The shape and everything was just so disgusting. I couldn't believe how slow they were at moving the ball up the pitch. The amount of times that Leicester committed over four players in the city half was maybe once every 10 minutes. But every time that happened and they turned the ball over, City immediately would play like seven passes between their three center backs and Bravo. When they instead of trying to hit on counters, I didn't understand what they were trying to do or what their game plan was. It was yeah, it was so all fucked bad. up. Also, like KDB playing left wing, it was ridiculous. It's like, it's been, like he couldn't he's been incredible for, for Pep in pretty much every game he's played. He's got to be central. Like he's been he such was, a good goal scorer, he's been such a good creator. He wasn't even playing left wing. He was standing on the touchline. Like he wasn't even allowed to move off the touchline until maybe twenty minutes gone. I didn't see him. More than three yards off the touchline. What are you doing? Why would you put a, what, your best player in that position where they have no freedom to move? It was like they were trying to get width, but they were so slow. It didn't matter. They could spread the pitch out 20 feet extra width of, of space. They were so slow moving the ball forward. I mean, they're really, and they're in shambles. I don't, I think Watford could give them a problem this weekend. Just they're, because they're, they're going very back fucked home. up right they're, now. Yeah. So, of- the amount of different lineups he's played this season, it's, I need like I've I mean I brought in Nacho in just because I thought okay Leicester have been bad at home have been bad all year they've been a little bit better at home but I just thought that they would start to do better and but I've been thinking that for over a month and every single game they're horrible and every single game they're playing in a different formation with a different team so it makes sense that they're horrible they should be horrible they've had no continuity. 
So and they and Fernandinho's arguably their most important player suspended, and Aguero's probably their best player suspended. That doesn't help. No, and Inacho's not that kind of player where he he's good at hold up, but he's not going to be able to come pull deep like Aguero does. Oh yeah, so, like dribble you know, around. Yeah, and Pep yeah, wants yeah. all of the strikers to play like midfielders, and Ianach is okay at holding the ball up and you know doing making run-ons and and flick-ons for deep balls and things like that or counters, but he's not he's not capable of doing that kind of role. And this I, the setup was just ridiculous. I couldn't believe. Yeah, it. I wonder if Nolito gets a false nine shout next game. He should. I, yeah, I have he, no he idea. Absolutely what, should. Yeah. And I I felt bad a little bit for Ianacho just because he was kind of doing I feel like what he was supposed to be doing, everything around him was just ridiculously static. So he never could pull laterally or anything. They would get to the edge of the third, and then they kept like give Navas the ball. So it's obviously a turnover. It's I don't I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the the funniest thing about the game to me was it was just it was so classic Leicester. You know, like it was as if like Pep didn't know they won the league last year and how they played because they just played the exact identical game plan that they played for every single game last year. Just like sit deep, long balls over the top. If you get your, you know, fucking shit ass defenders like Sonya and Stones or your center backs, if you get them like running backwards or turning around and running. They're gonna fucking fuck up all the time, especially against like Vardy, Mares, Lamani, etc. And it was just like they just played perfectly into Leicester's hands, kind of similar to the City Leicester game from last year. Mm-hmm. And well, yeah, a little different though because Leicester got their goals off like Huth set pieces. Yeah, no, I know, but like it wasn't as diabolical. But like that Mares goal last year and that like signature win where he just like countered. I don't know. I think he. Broke Otamendi's ankles and then scored. Like it was all the same shit. It was just like playing straight into their hands. And there's been so many teams that have been good at beating Leicester and like, or at least limiting Leicester all season. And, and there's a reason why they've been in a relegation scrap. Yeah, and City, City no goes up there. Learned at all. Yeah, City goes in there with the arrogance to do the exact thing that Leicester ripped teams apart for doing last year, and they got ripped apart. So I'm fucking happy and fuck them because they were ridiculously bad. And, and Stones, I that, dude. I mean, uh, fucking forget about Stones. He's a disaster. I mean, he the is. Amount of, yeah, his confidence, everything is. He's shattered. He's a shattered player right now. He's carious. Him and Carius need to go. <laughs> him and Carius need to go to like Antarctica and live in a fucking scientific. Well, at least Carius is like months. fucking sexy. He's probably at least getting play on the weekends, you know, after the game. Stones looks like a fucking Stones, doofus. Stones He's a virgin. He probably just... goes plays Warcraft for forty hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all he does. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, so no, fucking he's, city, city they, rant. Done. The level of disaster that Stones is is just unprecedented. Like causing, like losing points single handedly. Like it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that was an intense rant. That was good though. But fucking, fucking city dude. Yeah, you and so many other people brought in Nacho. He went up twice. It's going to be interesting to see what the fuck happens. I'm I'm just keeping him until Aguero comes. Like I don't know if he's going to play again or not play again. The I I keep falsely convincing myself over things that are going to change with no information like to lead me to believe that. Yeah. 
Why would I think that Iannaccio is going to just start three or four games because he's the only striker on the team? Pep keeps playing. I, I don't know what he's doing. He no, keeps playing Abbas as though he's an he attacker. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, like, I, I don't buy the shit that he's, like, a not a good manager. You know, everyone on Twitter's like, Pep's a fucking fraud, whatever. Like, I'm sh- he's a good manager. Like, I'm sure two or three years from now, City will be a fucking force. But, like, right now, he has no fucking idea what his best 11 is or how to play. He doesn't he, know. He doesn't know any of the teams he's playing anything. against. You know, their best performance of the year is against Barcelona. It's not a surprise. He actually, like, <laughs> has played them before and knows what to do against them, you know? That's true. But you'd think he has a backroom staff and they do the work in the midweek before the game to see what his opposition is Yeah, doing you would think so. You'd think but that, but... Maybe he's just the weekend, cockiest thing ever. Based off of this weekend, that's not existing. That's not happening, yeah. Um, wow. All right, what's next? Fucking City... Fuck them. Um, I mean, I guess today, we... dude. Oh my god, they were also equally as bad. Every yeah, single Spurs, player, yeah. every single player. I think Vertonghen was the only player I noticed who wasn't a nightmare today. I mean, I, Toby maybe a little harsh because it's his first game back, but dude, that Ali was so bad. Kane didn't play. Erickson did nothing in open play. They they it was were a classic so classic Erickson bad. game. <laughs> Yeah, it was. He almost scored a couple times off freeze. Yeah, he had two decent freeze and yeah. didn't really do anything else. That Kane giveaway to, that led Ugh. to the Mick goal, it was like, holy no. fuck, dude. You're like an old man like stumbling over that a was, ball. That was stones. That was stones, yeah, pretty pretty much. They probably mouth-breed together. Mm, probably, yeah, for sure. They play Warcraft together. Yeah, the thing with at least they were, you know, like... It's hard. Like, Leicester had a couple great moments, and, like, that Mares touch and the Vardy goals were really nice and stuff. But I wouldn't say they, like, played incredibly well, you know what I mean, as a team. No, they had 18% possession. Yeah, but United played really, really well. At least, yeah. like, Spurs have that to, like. <laughs> yeah, United played an old style Mourinho kill the game, can't, don't let your opposition play, you know. And just, just good counters. I mean, out. they had good uh, ass counters. Like Pogba looked good. Yeah, Pogba Zlatan really was good. good. Martial was good. Yeah, and then Mickey, that goal was great. And it sucks for him that he's hurt. It sucks for United. But. Yeah, Herrera, I hate him so much, but he's so good. He's really good. I really he's like really him. Good. I don't hate I him. Hate I hate his gesticulating with his arms all the time. Well, yeah, he always, he's, a, he's such a fucking whining piece of shit. And, and he, he dives, dives a lot of shit. He's yeah. such a fucking piece of shit. He's You're perfect right. Mourinho. You're right. He is such him a and piece Ollie of shit, would but be, he's very, very classy. He's yeah, really him, good. Him, Ali, and Snodgrass would be the all-time Mourinho diving midfield. Oh, my God. Don't he would even love start on Snodgrass. He would but, love them so much. But also fucking, uh, wow, I'm blanking on his name. Their other central midfielder, the old guy. Oh, Carrick. Yeah, I'm, I'm just blanking. He had a great He, had a great he was fucking great. And he yeah. just makes such a difference in the side. Yeah, he does. It's like he's always, for the last like four years, he's been the forgotten man. Yeah. And then he comes in, whether it's like center back, central mid, whatever, and he's just like so class. Like his his passing he, is just spot on. His positioning is great. Yeah, he so rarely good. makes errors. He's just a rock in front of the back four. It's exactly. funny because yeah. when they had LVG and Moyes, you'd always kind of see United fans. Whenever Carrick would get a start in the League Cup game or something, they would always say, like, oh, Carrick's really good. He should be playing. Yeah. 
that he never got a look in. And now that yeah. same kind of thing with Mourinho, but now that he, him and Herrera look like a great partnership, great partnership. especially. And it lets Pogba go forward. Exactly. Especially with giving Paul the freedom. It's nice. Yeah, and so I remember he played like some center back like was it, two or three years ago, Carrick, and he was even really good there. He's I just a great player. Moments, even though he's fifty. Yeah, he's a hundred. Um, yeah, United have a pretty good run coming up. They have sort a really soon, good run. But with McTarian kind of hurt, I guess lots is going to be time soon. But it's hard. Uh, it's hard. fucking hard to get him. It's going to be hard. It's that's too far away to think about. But Kane. What do you mean it's too far away to think about? I mean, the run starts now. Yeah, but we can't, we're not going to lose Kane for the next two in oh, no, no, those no. games. Yeah. So we can't really consider getting him in before then. But if you're that's like, I, that's all I mean. But if you're like punting on a transfer, like if you still have like Gundo or like uh, you, a lot of people are trying to get rid of Firmino or something, and you already have like the obvious guys like Siggy or whatever, you could punt on like Paul for the next five or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna score goals. They at Palace at West Brom, home Sunderland, home Borough at West Ham, yeah, home Liverpool uh, I, at I, Stoke, home Hull. Like it's good. Yeah, Paul's a good Paul's a good shout. Probably has a good punt, but he's I'm a punt. Sure. I mean, like you can't expect too much. He doesn't really score many goals, but like he's sure been creating chances. He hit the post on that free kick. He could do something. He could do something. If you're a United fan and you want to get a United player, I mean, he's probably a good, good show. But Phil Jones is the pick of the litter for me. <laughs> Phil, I don't. I still, I'm not sure what's happening. Bayi came in for a little bit at the end, so I don't know if Phil. Yeah, Jones and Bayi started midweek, and then Jones started this. But the thing is, he Bayi's going to Afcon. Oh yeah, good call. So, so in like soon, four game, in, four or five games. Yeah, like he's going to be gone for a month. So there's no reason to shake it up now. I'd imagine. Jones is nailed over Rojo because Rojo's fucking horrible. He's a red card waiting to happen. Yeah, he's such a nightmare. He just has diamond tattoos. And Smalling or Bayou will partner him. Like I, and Moo's been talking up, talking him up a little bit. He's like, I don't know, comparing him to Terry and shit. I don't know. I think he likes Phil and his facial expressions. Yeah, that, no, that's valid. I'm still a little bit worried about him because every time I've gotten him in the past, he gets injured immediately. <laughs> every single time. He is, he's Johnny, mean, my Johnny Evans. He is Johnny 2.0. Evans. They, they yeah. like, probably came up together in the academy and just always got injured together. The only reason why Johnny Evans hasn't gotten hurt this year is because I haven't owned him. That's true. That's true. Arsenal, they look like they're the only real title contenders with Chelsea, huh? It seems that way. I mean, they're so consistently good. They have so many different ways to beat you. Which they find a way every game. They find a way, yeah. They've I mean, been doing it this year. They haven't wobbled. They've been impressive. I've been very impressed by them. They're very quiet, too. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't wobbled. been dropping points. I mean, they've just looked pretty consistently great. They have very few signature wins or anything. Like, I can't remember their games against the top sides except for when they like undid Chelsea before Chelsea changed systems. They they've drawn a lot of the top. Yeah, sides, they but drew that's the United recently, and they drew Tottenham. Those were back to back. That's still the one thing for me that's in the balance a little bit is how they're going to do against you know the top six or seven or whatever. But yeah, they're they're very good, and Bellerin back is so massive. The thing is. 
if you're not dropping points against those teams that you're battling with and you don't have wobbles against the bottom half, that's it. You're that's, gonna, that's, that's, what, yeah, that's the formula. I mean, they still have a good amount of games left, obviously, against the top sides. There's still a lot of season to be played, and they've been playing them better this year than they seem to have done in years past, in my memory, anyway. Um, they're they're going to be up there for the rest of the season, I'm sure. As, really as usual. I mean, they're, they're so consistent. Get, they get to play City in a couple of weeks. They'll probably fucking destroy them. That should be a 7-0 or something. I fucking hope they do. That'd I hope be so satisfying. That'd be amazing. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, City has become the one of the easiest teams to hate. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate them. I After watching that game, I properly hate them. I hope they finish 7th and don't make the Champions League. <laughs> oh, man. Pep fraud. Yeah. Um, we should talk about Liverpool. I mentioned Firmino earlier. A lot of people are getting rid or are just frustrated in general. He was like not very involved today. Zero chances created for the first time like since Klopp came in probably. Only had a few shots. He should have had a lot more. They weren't really I don't know, they weren't really involving him. They just weren't passing to him when he's wide open in the box with his hand in the air. It's so annoying. Uh, maybe just didn't notice him because he didn't have a top knot, but it was bad. I mean, you watch that game and you're Firmino and or like me or like you, and you didn't feel like he was going to score at any point. Um, what do you think? I mean, like, should people rush to get him out? Or yeah, you know, yes. this is the first time in his career he's blanked in three straight games. Uh, yes, I absolutely think people should be rushing to get him out. Why would you want to keep him? He looks absolutely horrible. He's looked horrible since Coutinho's gone down, and there's no reason to believe that's going to turn around. Um, the team looks disjointed. Everyone's kind of running into each other's space. It was nice to have Lalana back today, but they've also been having a lot of changes in the in the front in the front six front you know their attack and Firmino's the kind of player that needs the right pieces around him to work and click. And clearly that that's maybe the right piece, and that's Coutinho. Because ever since Phil left, as you say, zero chances created. He's not getting the ball. No one really seems to want to pass to him from today and last week's spectacles. But he's a premium price midfielder, and he looks like shit. They have a really tough fixture upcoming. There are a lot of other premium price midfielders firing, so I don't see any real reason why you should be holding or clinging on to that. Um, yeah, for me, the, the difference is like, I guess we'll we'll get into this a little bit as like a general theory, but there's midweek games. They're two days away. You know, games on Tuesday and then the majority on Wednesday. I just don't think pretty much any player is worth a transfer right now. I think there's going to be so much rest and rotation that this midweek sesh is going to be just totally fucked up. And I don't know, I kind of get, like you kind of mentioned with Walcott earlier, like I kind of feel like he's just going to get out of it. And his stats weren't good today, but his stats were good last game in the first game without Phil. Um, I don't know, I, I can't tell if like, to me, it didn't seem like he was really doing anything wrong. I mean, he had a few like bad touches or whatever, but it's just like the difference of Wijnaldum laying, teeing him up basically in the box two times where he could have had a brace or not, and like being selfish and fucking it up. Where it's like that'll just get corrected, or over time they'll pass to him or whatever, you know. Um, so at least for this week. 
when I just have one free and I'm fresh off like a minus eight hit parade, I'm like not really in a rush to make any moves, especially to unless like unless you think someone's not playing and you can't field the team or whatever or someone's hurt. Like for me, he's just fine, and I'm just gonna let him play this tough fixture at Middlesbrough and see what happens. Yeah, I'll probably do the same. I'm probably going to try and save this week and just see what happens. We'll talk about transfers later on. But um, that's also because I'm completely shell-shocked and having PTSD about making a transfer. <laughs> because, Can't pull the trigger. You're just like if, sweating every time yeah, you're on the screen. No, I, I almost did a minus four when you were talking about something earlier. Oh, my God. I don't know. What, what the I, fuck? I, dude, that's my life right now. That's you're addicted. I'm not not addicted <laughs> no but I, like I said I think I think Liverpool don't look good and I think Mane you hold him with confidence because he can't do anything wrong at this point but there's a, obviously buying from you know would be a mental thing to do but yeah you're not I think he should be on he should be right on a short now. list he should be on a short list. he's on a short um, list that's there's 100%. no I still don't think there's a reason to keep him until Coutinho returns because he doesn't look the same Yep. I agree with you you're talking about one album you know there were a few moments where he was in the right spot didn't get the pass but how long is that going to, you know, he's got fucking four blanks in a row. I mean, you don't want to be spending premium price on any player who gets four blanks in a row, period. So yep. that's really all I need to know. That's what the form, what form he's in, and it could change at Burrow. He could finish up with a goal and an assist, but he looks really bad right now, and I would have no problem transferring it out. I would like to, but I'm, again, with the PTSD, I can't. <laughs> um yeah, we should talk about hits and transfers in general this week. I mean, I don't know if there's anything more to say, but I just don't... Everyone who's tweeting me and like, oh, should I take a minus four and like get this guy or whatever? I'm just like, no, like definitely don't take a hit this week. This week is... You're just going to cry. <laughs> like you're going to take a hit. Someone you bring in is not going to start or someone's going to play 45 or whatever and it's going to be just a dark week for everyone. Yes. I mean, and this is part of the reason why I went so crazy. Obviously, the Austin injury did did me in, but that's part of the reason why I went a little extra nuts last week was I knew Austin's dead, so he needed to be dealt with. I knew Gundogan's going to be in and out of the team, and he also just doesn't look anywhere close to returning points when he is in the team with recent performances. He almost scored um, one. Nah, nah. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't almost score one? Yeah. He's playing in an attack Kapu position. almost scores one every game. Yeah, exactly. I wanted Hazard. I thought Theo was shit. So I was trying to do these things thinking that next week, including the week, the days, the games this weekend, you have three games in a really tight period. Pretty much most players are likely going to be missing one of those three games. Definitely not the first. And it would be either, either the second or the third. So it's the kind of thing that we'll have information to see who gets rested. I mean, we saw Cedric rested today, right? And, and both fullbacks, Bertrand, too. He played, they played on Thursday. He played yeah. first team. He rested them today. They'll probably be back in next game. And then who knows if they're going to play that third game um, next weekend. But it's the kind of thing I'm sure you're going to see Rose and Walker benched next weekend against Hall for sure, right? You can't imagine yeah. they're going to play yeah. that game. Trippier and Davies. And yeah. then they'll play next weekend because they're not going to be able to play four games. And what they just played Thursday, Saturday. They can't play, can't play Thursday, Saturday, Wednesday, weekend. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing that's saving this week. You'll know who's rested midweek, and then with two frees, you can buy the players possibly that were rested, or you'll have a better idea. You'll have a much better idea of who's coming in on the weekend, and then it's yeah. back to normal where they'll have a week off, so it's, it's kind of like safe. 
Well, yeah, it's back to normal for like a week though, because then it's then again they have festive. three again over Christmas. It's even wor- yeah. it's even worse that week. I yeah. think there's less days off. Wait, is there a chance that Jansen starts over Kane? Mm, I think he's still hurt, but I don't think it's completely insane to think that Kane won't start one of the next two games. I think he will do because he missed oh a thousand God. games and I don't think Kane was rested last year in the festive period, but he's already missed a big chunk of the season. And I mean, he runs like gas, but he also doesn't run that much. I don't know. I'm sure he's in a play. That'd be sad because he's my captain and probably a lot of other people's right now. Yeah, I don't think you can not captain him. That's why we got him. Yeah, that's but, a thing. Um, but no one's safe. Firmino could sit. Hazard's yeah, no probably one, safe. No one's he safe. Costa, who knows? They're playing Sunderland. Costa's been playing every 90, every game. If he wants to rest him one of the next two, it could be this one, it could be next weekend. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all about the physios and what the manager thinks. He's not going to put players in a position to get injured. I mean, Alonzo yeah, and Moses. going to be fucked up. Fuck. Yeah. Alonzo and Moses, who knows? They, yeah, they should obviously start there, the number one options, but. Are they really in wing back going to be able to play three games in seven days, eight days, whatever it is? Probably not. You got to think they're going to miss one of the next two. Um, so it's kind of yeah, tough I'm to sure make Willian transfers. I'm sure Willian will come in from Pedro and yeah, who knows? Some, something it's, else at fullback. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing. It's tough to make transfers. You got to think a player like Pie maybe though is more safe, like some or Siggy, Siggy, someone like that. Yeah, who's had absolutely no other competitions all year and you know so central to what they do. Players like that, you'd think, are a little more safe to transfer. But in general, it's tough. It's going to be tough. So, I mean, I was, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't feel in a great position right now to be giving advice because I'm tilted. <laughs> All right. Well, that might conclude the what the fuck section so we can move on if you want. Mm, I mean, what? one last thing, I guess, for people who are still getting rid of Austin who didn't do it before this week. Don't get a nacho. Who's your? Who would you recommend? Mm, it's probably, hard. It's probably, still hard. Probably a Rigi. Yeah, Rigi is probably the guy, mm, especially with Mane going away. He could legit start for two months. He could start for a while, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would probably go with. I him. think Benteke is a shout, but their fixtures are so bad. He was. He's, I don't want to talk about Palace, but he's been really, really bad lately. His work rate's just he's been so donging, bad. though. I know, but if, yeah, for fantasy, he's been donging, having penalty here, penalty there, but yeah. he's been really bad in open play. He just doesn't work. He doesn't run. He doesn't close anyone down. He's just a pillar. Yeah. Yeah. He's been really frustrating. He really needs someone else playing close to him to make him not look so bad. Right. Fucking Remy. How does Remy just die and then get setback after setback? Yeah, he's he's always hurt. He's always been. I don't know. Fucking, fucking party. I can't fucking believe that Snodgrass dive. Oh my god. Yeah, that dive set you over the edge early in the but early fucking in the like weekend. F- fucking, they should have had ten men twenty minutes in. Yeah, actual. So what the fuck? And then we drop points against Hull. We suck and we deserve to drop points because we are fucking horrible. But that dive and. To not only get away with it, but then to also get a penalty. The, the swing is, there's no greater swing than a send-off versus a goal. It's, come on. Yeah, and he like, tweets after, like, sorry about the dive. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. 
MacArthur probably hunted him down and then fucking Scott on Scott <laughs> violence hunted him down in the car park as with he like have. a tire iron and was just about to kill him. God, yeah. Imagine being Pardu and going in at halftime and seeing that replay. He probably, I don't know, just break fuck, everything. Fuck, fuck Pardu, dude. Just break everything. All right, let's go to next week or Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't even know what to call it. Next game week, I guess. Fucking fuck, dude. Fuchs just went down. God, did he? Fuck. Oh, my God. You're losing it, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're losing the plot. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Big big time. (laughs) You need to get, like, drunk soon. Yep. Just zone out. I agree with that. Regroup. Mm All right. Well, we're both Captain and Can, I guess. We already kind of talked about that. I mean, that's why you got him in. That's why. That's why anyone got him in. I still think Alexis is a better shout. At Everton, yeah, Everton. Everton are fucking horrible. Yeah, Everton are real, real bad. They're horrible. It kind of goes back to what I was saying on that lineup lamentations, where I was like, away, like weirdly feels better, (laughs) especially for Alexis. No, but dude, Hull is, I think. By far the, the worst fixture. team in the league. Yeah, that's the best fixture in the world is home. Yeah, home. I think Hull, and I still think Burnley are fucking horrible. I don't know how they keep fucking getting these little results here and there, but I don't know. I would guess that Hull and Burnley both go down, even though Burnley's like mid-table. Mm, yeah, it's hard to argue against that, but we'll have, to, we'll have to see. I mean, Swansea, they're bad. We're bad. Sunderland are bad. There's still, still a bunch of bad teams. A bunch of bad teams. But yeah, home hole is by far the best fixture on earth. And coming off a loss and, you know, they need to put the foot down right now. They're like outside looking in of top four. This And this is so such a reticent thing versus what happened with Kane. Last time they played a good team at Chelsea, he was didn't he didn't play and then he came in home Swansea on no form whatsoever and just had some bullshit brace so we yeah, just need to hope for that yeah exactly and he had a brace before Chelsea against West Ham which is yeah. also complete bullshit yeah I'm just the one thing with Spurs I'm just a little bit worried is without the fullbacks they're gonna lose a little bit down there it's hard it's Hall though so that it shouldn't work nothing should matter it shouldn't matter yeah I still think that Alexis is a really good shout out I mean cost at Sunderland is an incredible game for him I even have pie at home Burnley yeah that's uh, he I, mean, I have yeah, such good fixtures on paper this week which yeah. means it's all gonna go fucking parachute yeah so transfer wise you're gonna probably sit tight I'm gonna sit tight like 99 percent. Barring okay. some late fucking injury or death, and I'm probably gonna go four four two this week and bench an each to be. Okay. I just I have good fixtures for my defenders, even though none of them really consistently keep cleans or anything. It's good enough, and an each be is bad enough against Chelsea. Like they could conceivably have no shots. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they got zero shots. But wait, um, are you starting like a mot? Yeah, West Brom. I think that's bad. I think you should start an each be over him. Yeah, like West Brom have been scoring three at home every home game. <clears throat> yeah, that's Especially true. They actually have been teams. scoring a lot. They did just keep Sunderland out though, who were also really hot. But that was pretty lucky though. Sunderland had more than their share of big chances that they. Fucked yeah, up. I'm probably overthinking it. I mean, yeah, a, I forward, a forward's should, always better. Yeah, I think you should go and you should be there. 
I just I think I'm just bitter enough. because of the amount points on my bench this week. It's yeah, cloud, I mean, clouding my judgment. Yeah, that's that's fair, but I have not considered starting him once since I got him, and I probably won't. He'll be number one bench spot this week, which means he'll get a clean, so everyone yeah. else should start him. Yeah. But um, yeah, so okay. yeah, I'm just gonna hold. Uh, having two frees after this insane fuck fest of a midweek is gonna be really valuable, I think. Yeah, until you you do something like what I would will do is try until to I take a minus eight on yeah. Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I'll do the same thing. I mean, Chan. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him, but if he doesn't play, I don't. I'm not using a transfer there. And then. I don't know. Fuchs just went. There. I had a, I had that plan to do David Luiz in for him, and then for me to Paya, but I I don't know anything anymore. So I'm just going to sit tight. I'm I think I have to play Fuchs this weekend though. Who do they Who do they have? At Bournemouth, probably be negative one. Yeah, they'll they'll lose three one. Maybe four one, and he'll get a card. Probably. Honestly, there's a there is a chance that now the Champs League's over for a month or two that they just can kind of rebound. I mean, they looked like Leicester against City. There's no yeah, other way to say it. They could rebound a little bit. Yeah, it's true. Fuchs is horrible, though. He doesn't get forward anymore. He's just terrible. God, he's bad. Yeah, and he's he let really, up that... He's really bad. He let he's, he fouled for that Colorado free, like a yeah. dumb fucking bad So foul. stupid. And it should have been his fifth yellow of the season. He got away with the yellow on that foul, too. Yep. Maybe, yeah, so I mean, that's a problem for me, but I guess I'm just going to fucking fuck I it. I think, and, yeah, I think it's similar to like after an international break or something yeah. where it's just like, it's just always going to burn you if you're taking hits or making moves or whatever because there's going to be some fuck who you didn't know about who's just like gets benched for no reason, isn't in the 11, isn't even in the 18. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's definitely going to be a weird midweek um, savings probably the most wise decision. <sighs> yep. I don't. I don't know. All right. Mm. That's it, right? Yeah. Are you okay? No. Yeah, I'm worried about you. I'm worried, dude. My team is just this. This, I, this was bad. This was a bad weekend. Yeah, you sound so sad. Yeah, it's bad. Every single thing that I did was bad, and I went through so many different iterations and scenarios of transfers and what I ended up landing on was such an obscene shocker. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's really bad. Van Dick is my only friend. Van Dick is so good. He's my best friend, except he only scores in Europe, so I kind of hate him. Yeah, but, you know, he'll, he'll get on the board. Probably when I'm benching him, like, at City or something. You remember when you had Terry when he scored, like, Three goals Ugh. in five games or something. Of course, I remember. Before first that week, I, the first week I got him, he scored. Yeah, before that, he was scoring in Champions League. Yeah, and he hadn't that scored was, in the league yet. That was an amazing thing. That I was a great time. Well. Yeah, that I'm trying to bring time. you back to the good, the oh. light side. I'm smi- first smile of the pod. <laughs> <laughs> wow, first smile of the pod. We're like an hour in. Fuck. We're on. We're on the fucking B sides right now. We're on the B sides right now. This is good shit. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us at fmlpl@gmail.com. Join the league like a Facebook friend on Nigeria. Okay.